Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. At the window. I want all of you to get up out of your chairs. And go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell. Welcome to At the Window here on the Fantasy Sports Network. I am Sean Guasamaki. A lot to get into Today, the New York Mets break them up. They continue to win, finish off the fish. They sweep the four-game set. Three games now over 500. only one game back. The second wild card in the National League. Headlines, real quick, want to read a, a bunch of headlines that uh, in sports. Because uh, there's a lot going on, just, not just the Mets. Um, the Twins, they turn their second double play in less than three weeks. Uh, congratulations. Good, good job. Whatever. Who, we really care. Back stiffness, limiting Tiger Woods. Best to be smart. Okay, great. Northern Trust, that's this week, PGA Tour event. Um, same old, same old with Tiger Woods. Sources, AB suffered frostbite during uh, the therapy that he was doing, the um, cryotherapy that he was trying. Um, didn't use the proper footwear, and it gets really cold in, in those chambers. Uh, when you do that, and so uh, that was the source of his bliss, the blisters and just the disgusting pic that he posted on Instagram uh, a couple of days ago. So good luck to Antonio Brown. Hopefully he is uh, gets better and because and, the Raiders, they will need him this year. Ka- Colin Kaepernick tweets he is ready for an NFL return. Well, how is that any different from last year? How is that any different from the year before? We all know Colin Kaepernick is ready to roll. He wants to play NFL football. Question is, will a team give him a chance? That is the question. Uh, Dabo not buying the SEC grind uh, that the Alabama, I guess. Uh, that, that Alabama was worn out last year. That was uh, uh, Trevor Lawrence when he lit up the Alabama Crimson Tide in the national championship game. So Dabo talking some smack, he can do that, right? Because he beat Alabama two times, two times, right, uh, for the national championship. So good, good for, for Dabo talking smack. And ex-Michigan State Dean gets jail for neglect and misconduct. Those are the headlines. And good, because it's disgusting what went, what went on with Larry Nasser. I recently watched the documentary. I don't know if, you, if everyone's familiar. I think it was on HBO. I'm not, one, of the, one of the channels. And uh, it detailed what went on there. And it's just, it's, uh, I don't know. It, it makes you sick to, to, to think that that could happen here uh, in America, let alone at a, University like Michigan State and the Olympic team on the Olympic team as well as he was the team doctor there. So uh, good, good that the uh, ex-dean gets jail time for neglect and misconduct. Um, I'm glad to see that happen. But again, it's not going to change what happened and what those uh, the people that were abused have to deal with there, uh, courtesy of Larry Nasser, the ex-physician there for the Olympic team and for uh, Michigan State uh, Athletics, for uh, at least for a, a number of teams. But the Mets are in the, in the news, right? 
one game out, they continue to win. They beat the Marlins. Uh, they sweep the four-game set, as, as I said. One game out in the National League uh, wild card race, the second wild card race. They're 59-56, and 56, winners of six straight, 13 of the last 14. It goes yada, yada, yada. It goes on and on and on. But now it gets interesting for the Mets, right? Because now instead of facing the Pittsburgh Pirates teams, right, the Miami Marlins, right, they have to face teams with winning records. Now it gets interesting. Okay, and they did their job, right? You beat up on the scrubs. You beat up on scrubs might be a harsh, too harsh, but you beat up on the, the lesser teams, right? The under 500 teams in the National League. Get yourself to 500. That's what they did. So congratulations. Now they have to face the Nationals, right? Three-game set. Strowman against Strasburg. Syndergaard against Corbin. DeGrom yet to be announced. That is when it gets real. Can't wait for that. Starts tomorrow night, 7 10 p.m. Eastern time. After that, on the road at Atlanta, right? Then they face the Kansas City Royals. All right, but it's on the road. Then it's the Cleveland Indians. After that, the Atlanta Braves again at home. Then they host the Chicago Cubs at the Philadelphia Phillies at the Washington Nationals, hosting Philadelphia once again. Then it's the Arizona Card, uh, the Arizona Diamondbacks. Sorry, before games at home, we don't know what they're going to look like. They traded Zach Greinke, but but they're over, you know, the five hundred right around there. Then they face the Los Angeles Dodgers. So it's really a tough schedule to navigate if you're the New York Mets coming up here in the next twenty or so games. So now that they're over five hundred, they're in contention. Let's see what they are. Let's see if this team is really in contention. If they have the chops to make a run at the National League wild card me i say and i keep going back and forth on this right i mean it's a nice story and if you had them early on like a week ago or or 10 days ago when they traded for marcus stroman and the the value was there right for the mets to make a run even before you knew they were going to hold on to zach wheeler even uh before you heard or you knew they were going to hold on to uh, noah Syndergaard. if you invested in the mets i get it you want you're going to be all in right because you want to get return on, on your, um, your bet there. I get all that. But that's a tough schedule to navigate. I don't care if you have Marcus Stroman. And again, Marcus Stroman has proven nothing as a New York Met. One start, four innings. It couldn't even go five innings. He had a great year in Toronto. Last year, eh, was, uh, you know, uh, not great. I mean, what, uh, who is Marcus Stroman? I mean, he, is he like a top-of-the-rotation starter, as everyone bills him to be? Or is he more or less an inconsistent starter that he's shown throughout his career? Time will tell, but I'm betting on the latter, right? I'm not convinced Marcus Stroman is the goods. I was on the record saying the Yankees could do better, trading for a starter uh, at the trade deadline. They did. They didn't uh, listen to me. They traded for no one. Um, but uh, Marcus Stroman would have been, been better than uh, you know getting no one, exactly. But I'm not convinced Stroman is a difference maker. We'll see. You prove me wrong. Uh, that, that's why it's fun. Sports is fun because it's right here in front of us, right? We'll know by the end of the regular season. That's September 29th, September 30th, right around there, whether or not Strowman was a great signing by the New York Mets. Syndergaard pitching well. Can he keep it up? His ERA is under four now. Uh, so he's uh, the goods. We know DeGrom is, is DeGrom. He's going to be DeGrom. Wheeler pitched great yesterday. We'll see how he can do, but, uh, what he can do. But uh, Robinson Cano, out. Do they have enough hitting, and can that bullpen hold up? I don't think it can. And Mickey Callaway is still the manager, by the way. Mickey Callaway is still the manager. 
I, I don't have faith in Mickey Callaway. So no. Today, at least. If the Mets go on, they win five in a row over you know the Braves and the Nationals, fine. I'll be wrong, and, I, and I'll jump on board, but prove it to me first. Prove it to me first before I'm, I'm on board with the New York Mets. A lot to do here on At The Window. Going to delve into Dabble Sweeney's comments, talking about Alabama, NFL training camp. A lot more to do here on At The Window. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Lose weight now. Go to fat100.com. Lose that unwanted belly fat today and get free information at fat100.com. Fit in the dress or pants or bathing suits you've always wanted to. Go to fat100.com. Lose 10, 20, or more pounds immediately. Go to fat100.com. For free information on how you can lose weight, go to fat100.com. Fat100.com. That's fat100.com. I had great results. I lost 70 pounds. I weighed 265 and went down to 195. My doctor told me, if it works for you, then do it. But a lot of people say to me, how did you lose the weight? I said, I take Andro 400 every day. I'm going to take it forever. That was Walt talking about Andro 400. Now listen to what Bob has to say. When you listen to your radio commercials, you say that's not possible. But since I've experienced it, your commercials aren't strong enough. I am 76 and I've had a belly for way too long. My whole body is shrinking. My energy level has gone up. And the only thing difference is under 400. It's great stuff. I tried other products and nothing happened. Guys, if you'd like to lose stubborn belly fat, gain energy, and feel years younger, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435 888-400-0435 andro400.com What's your IRS problem? Do you owe back taxes? Is there a lien placed on your property? Have your bank accounts been frozen or seized? Have your wages been garnished? Are you being audited by the IRS? Are they sending you letters that demand actions and have urgent due dates? Well, solving your tax problems is as easy as calling Taxes 321. The IRS is the largest collection agency in the world. You need the best representation to give you peace of mind. You need experienced professionals that can cut through the red tape and stop the collection process. If you have a serious problem with the IRS, call the Taxes 321 network today. We'll get them off your back. 800-961-3631 800-961-3631 Let DailyRoto.com guide you to victory as you swing for the fences playing Daily Fantasy Baseball. Become the eighth Daily Roto lineup optimizer to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament or become part of the growing community who have won thousands of dollars. If you're playing MLB DFS and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Enter promo code FNTSY for a 10% discount. The 2019 MLB Daily Roto Premium Package at DailyRoto.com. Use the promo code FNTSY and get your 10% discount today. Enjoying the song here, Danny. I'm just enjoying the song here. I love it. Uh, back here on At The Window on the Fantasy Sports Network. We gave you three winners yesterday. The Astros, Zach Greinke making his first start. He didn't pitch great, but the offense smashed. So they won on the money line. We gave you the Astros. We gave you the total in the Yankees-Orioles game. 
they were it was 11 and a half around there well they they went over that um so we won that one and we gave you the Mets so three winners yesterday a lot of uh afternoon baseball today so we're not on the air in time to to bet on the Mets cuz they keep rolling and you got to you got to ride the streak man ride it out but so out of the games that are still on the board here at the window right now going to roll with the Yankees James Paxton coming off a great start against the Red Sox at Yankee Stadium back on the road at the Baltimore Orioles, Yankees, 14 straight wins in Camden Yards. They just own the Baltimore Orioles. No Glaber Torres. I left yesterday's game. You know, Danny, if we have an update, I, I don't see any update on Glaber Torres. If, if you have an update on his um, status uh, for uh, going forward, uh, let me know. But I don't see uh, anything on Glaber Torres a- as of right now. But regardless, Yankees are rolling. Mike Talkman, I mean, <laughs> who would have thought? I- uh, who would have thought uh, Mike Talkman would be this uh, this kind of offensive player? I mean, it's just amazing. Uh, but Glaber not starting today, and not surprisingly. Um, so he's out. We'll see if it's a long-term injury, the core injury that uh, has bothered him now for the last two uh, days here uh, since, uh, I guess, the finale against the Red Sox where he went to the hospital. But he did travel with the team to Baltimore, started, and uh, went over 5. Then yesterday, uh, two at-bats, he left the game. So not in the lineup today, but you know what? Still, you got to roll. The, the Orioles stink, all right? Uh, money line, minus 162. Oh, no, money line is minus 250, a lot of juice. The run line is minus 162 for the New York Yankees over the Baltimore Orioles. I'd take, I'd take it bo- I'll take both of them, uh, but you want to go with the run line? It's a little less juice, uh, 162. The total's nine and a half. Got to go over that, too, as well. I, I like Paxson, though. I like Paxson to pitch much better than he has on the road in previous starts. So uh, I think he's hitting his groove. So the total is iffy, though. It's, it's not as uh, – I'm not as confident with the total, especially with the nine-and-a-half runs with the over there. But Yankees' offense should uh, smash there on the road at Camden Yard. So I'd go over the nine-and-a-half total and also take the Yankees on the run line, minus 162. So there you go. I mean, you got the Brewers with Drew Pomerantz. He's on the mound against Williams and the Pirates. Pirates stink. We all know that. Just not comfortable enough laying the, uh, actually, the, the Brewers on the road, plus 132 on the run line. How about that? That's interesting. That's intriguing. You know, Pirates are at home. I, I get that. Brewers inconsistent. Still a better team than Pirates. Run line, got to win by more than a run. Got to win by two or more. It's intriguing. It's enticing. All right, let's do it. Let's do it. Brewers. Plus 132 on the run line with Pomerantz on the hill for the Brewers. Yelich, he's your MVP in the National League. I get Clay Bellinger. He's having a great year for the Dodgers. But what Yelich is doing for the Brewers, and, and just it's, it's, it's really amazing. He won the MVP last year. Will that hurt him with the voters? It might because they always like new blood. And Bellinger, neck and neck, he has a higher war, uh, Clay Bellinger does, uh, than Christian Yelich. But Yelich, man... Uh, everyone counted him out. Like, no way this guy can duplicate what he did last year because everyone thinks of him as the player that played for the Marlins. And he was a decent player for the Marlins. I'm not, he wasn't a scrub by no means. But I didn't think, and most people, the experts, didn't think he was this type of player. The player that he put, uh, the numbers that he put up last year, over 1,000 OPS. It's over 1,100 OPS this year. Uh, we talked about his splits. He's on the road tonight against Pittsburgh, but it is a hitter's park. I like I like the Brewers. I'll take them on the run line, uh, plus 132 as well. So you're getting a lot, a lot of value 
there. So there you go. That's the MLB best bets for tonight. Uh, you could also tune in for uh, Gabe Morenzi and Camp Stewart and Yang Luciano for game time decisions. That's 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern time right after this show. Uh, they'll have everything. Uh, they'll break down everything with the MLB best bets and also college football preview, NFL training camp. They'll preview tomorrow's preseason action. And before we get to uh, what I wanted to talk about in this in this uh, segment with Dabble Sweeney's comments, and we'll have Pete Futek from College Football News joining me in the next segment to get deeper into this issue with uh, the uh, Dabble Sweeney's comments, the Clemson coach calling out Alabama, if you will. Um, preseason football. I was listening to Joe Ranieri and Dane Martinez on uh, Make It Rain. That's 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Eastern time right here on the Fantasy Sports Network. And they are convinced in preseason football, you bet the unders all the way, the under total, right, for each game. Um, and they were right with the uh, Hall of Fame game between the Falcons and the Broncos. 34 and a half was the total. It was well under that. Uh, so 14-10, I believe, was the final score. It's 24. So you're well under that. So we'll have Joe Ranieri back on tomorrow night uh, before the uh, preseason uh, week one gets underway. And we'll go over all of the games in action. 11 games on the slate. A lot to delve into. A lot to dive into. We'll have Joe Ranieri here, the handicapper, does a great job on this network, uh, breaking down all of the gambling aspects of preseason football and Major League Baseball and everything out there right now. So we'll get him on and we'll have his take. And uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm convinced. Dane Martinez, he's going to bet every under. You know what? He's smart. He knows what he's talking about. And you know what? I'm convinced you got to bet the unders because it's preseason football. The starters don't play much. Um, if at all, especially week one. Let's go by week one. Uh, the, the stars, the starters, they don't play much. Maybe a series, maybe two series. It's all these undrafted free agents that play the majority of the second half. Uh, the backup and third string and fourth string quarterbacks. and So it's hard to predict exactly teams, which team's going to win. But you do know that it's going to be inconsistent play and the unders always come out. So we'll, we'll talk more about that tomorrow. As far as Dabble Sweeney. I love it. Throw some shade at, at the SEC. Throw some shade at Nick Saban. Throw some shade at the SEC, all right? Um, you can do it. Uh, you know what? The SEC, the overrated SEC, much maligned ACC, and count me in. Uh, you you got to convince me. Outside of Clemson, what is the ACC but, but a bunch of middle-of-the-road programs, right? Who outside of the Clemson are you scared of in the ACC, right? So... I'm on board with, with, with the criticism of the ACC. Sorry, Dabo. I, you know, but the SEC gets all of this praise and you know, all of this respect. And it's largely due okay, to the perception of the conference. That's largely due to that. And, of course, Nick Saban in Alabama and what they have accomplished. So he's not throwing shade so much at Alabama, but he's throwing shade more at the SEC, the Southeastern Conference. And... Um, he brings up a great point. I mean, Clemson routed Alabama 44-16 by 30 points uh, you know, uh, last year. Um, this is his quote. Listen, the SEC is a great conference. This is Dabble Sweeney talking. But I don't think they've been as deep the last few years. I think they've had two or three really good teams, and then it's kind of hit or miss from there. It's an awesome league for sure. And I know people say Alabama was uh, tired because they went through the grind and had to play all these games. This is Dabble Sweeney talking to ESPN. Well, 
They won by an average of 33.1 points per game going into the college football playoffs, so they ought to be well-rested. <laughs> My thing is, are you serious? They're tired? Question mark. Uh, we've won 12 games by 20 points or, or more. Who really challenged Alabama in the SEC? That's a question mark. They didn't get challenged by anyone until Georgia in the title game. How about that? And I concur with that. Great job, Dabble Sweeney. 100% agree with that. The SEC is largely overrated outside of... Uh, Georgia's a good football team, but Alabama is a great football team as well. But, but there are two teams. Tennessee stinks. Florida has been rebuilding for years. Vanderbilt's just there for academics purposes. Is LSU a real contender? They're a paper tiger. South Carolina's had issues throughout uh, the last decade, and especially the few years. Uh, where are the Auburn? Auburn, they want to fight Gus Malzahn, for Christ's sake. So where is uh, the powerful SEC teams outside of Alabama and, and Georgia? They're not there. Missouri, Texas A&M. We'll see what Jimbo Fisher could do there uh, its second year uh, with Texas A&M. But Arkansas? I mean, where are the powerhouses in the SEC outside of Alabama and Georgia? They don't exist. All right, we'll get more into this with uh, Pete Futek College Football News right here on At The Window on the Fantasy Sports Network. Made Sailors is the leading cleaning service in New York City and Boston. We service homes, offices, corporate apartments, and Airbnb turnarounds. Give us a call or a text at 212-299-5170 to book now. That's 212-299-5170. Use the promo code FNTSY for 15% off your first cleaning. For more information, go to MadeSailors.com. That's MadeSailors.com. Put your money where your mouth is and take a shot by opening a sports wagering account with FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sports book. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid where you'll receive a free bet of up to $500. That's a free bet of up to $500 when you open a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com slash grid. Point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, and in-game wagering on college and pro sports, and you're in control. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid. Open your new account and claim your free wager of up to $500 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. Money Now 100 is not a lender, broker, or agent of any lender or financial advisor. We do not make loans or credit decisions. You must be 18 years or older and a U.S. resident to qualify. This is not an offer or solicitation to lend. I went to MoneyNow100.com and got the $5,000 I needed deposited in my account the next business day. If you need money for any reason, help is here. Go to MoneyNow100.com and get the money you need. Need to pay off credit card debt? Go to MoneyNow100.com. Need your car? repaired? Need home improvement money? Visit MoneyNow100.com. If you need fast cash for any reason, go to MoneyNow100.com. Good, bad, or no credit at all. Go to MoneyNow100.com. You could get up to $5,000 as soon as the next business day. Go to MoneyNow100.com on your phone, tablet, or computer. Type in the address bar MoneyNow100.com. That's MoneyNow100.com. 
weekend wagers. Back in the day, I'm making bets from a Burger King restaurant, you know, meeting the guy, whatever. Now we can bet on most regular season tackles and assists. You can bet on anything, right? So, great point you bring up. The Bills, their offense could struggle a little bit. The defense is going to be fantastic. 16-1 to for him. Edmonds is an absolute killing machine, too, man. He's going to tackle. I love it at 16-1. to That is a very good price. Listen, while you're at Burger King, could you I give did. me a couple of cheeseburgers and a couple of, maybe some fries? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm starving, too. Saturday and Sunday, <laughs> noon to 3 p.m. Eastern on the Evan TSY Sports Network and on your popular podcast providers. Maurice Allen, 2015-2016 European Long Drive Tour Champion, 2017 World Number One. Me personally, I keep my game face on me all the time. Especially coming out of the bunker, leaving the range, or even leaving the course. What's your story? Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs. NFL preseason is here and season-long fantasy football drafts are in full swing. Head on over to RotoExperts.com and check out the NFL 365 fantasy football package, including the best math-based seasonal projections and rankings available anywhere on the Internet. Davis Maddock and the Roto Experts have you covered with Dynasty season-long best ball formats, giving you an edge regardless of what type of fantasy football you play. Save 10% at rotoexperts.com with promo code FNTSY. That's 10% off with promo code FNTSY. The NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package only at rotoexperts.com. Welcome back into At The Window here on the Fantasy Sports Network. I am Sean Guasamaki. We are talking college football. We'll, we'll look at a b- bunch of teams. Nebraska, their win total. I want to get uh, into that as well. And to do all that, I welcome in my guest. It's Pete Futek, college football news. He does a great job covering the sport for many years. Pete, I, I want to get into Dabble Sweeney's comments about the SEC uh, that are making news right now on ESPN.com. They're all over the place, and I talked about it last segment. But but Nebraska football, right? Uh you're hearing a lot of positives coming out uh, where Scott Frost is going to turn that program around. Second year, 4-8 and eight last season. Adrian Martinez, Heisman candidate. I'm buying in. Am I crazy to buy in? I, uh, buying into what? I'm buying into uh, them winning the, the be... Big Ten West. How about that? You know what? You could throw basically everyone in the West in a bag and pull one out. You probably have. I mean, Wisconsin's still really good. If they can figure out their quarterback situation, it's right there. Uh, Minnesota is a terrific sleeper team. That is a really good team. Uh, if they get good quarterback play, uh, there's a lot there to like. Northwestern's even better than it was last year. Uh, it's a dangerous overall division to deal with. Iowa uh, is rock solid again. Uh, so Nebraska's good. They don't really have the defense. The offense is going to be a whole lot of fun. Uh, when it comes to winning the Big Ten championship, they're not quite there yet. Uh, they still need a whole lot of horses on both sides of the ball. Uh, but it's easy to buy in to think, okay, Scott Frost's offense is going to rock and roll and do something big. Uh, but Adrian Martinez has got to stay healthy. Uh, he's got to be fantastic, and that offense has got to rock because it's going to be a better team, but it's like seven-win team, not necessarily Big Ten championship killer. All right, so so I'm buying into over eight and a half wins. I'm buying into nine wins for the Nebraska Cornhuskers. It's a lot of wins. It's, I mean, so you're not yeah, buying into it. Again, they don't have a, it's a leap. They don't have a defense. Uh-huh. Um, their, de- their defense is mediocre, and again, you're, it's kind of the, the problem with looking at win totals this year is I think it's going to be one of the biggest stories all season long. 
there's no backup quarterbacks anywhere with the, the world of the grant the transfers and uh, the quarterback depth across the board is, is, is tough. So the problem is I, I went in doubt go under because again, if Adrian Martinez who takes a whole lot of shots in right. the offense is out for two or three games, you're, you're not getting that over. That's a good point. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm just buying in. I, I just, I'm, I, Scott Frost, I'm buying into Scott Frost. They don't play Michigan right, this season. He's great. Yeah, there's, you're not, you're not yeah. crazy. Northwestern doesn't uh, get enough respect, the, the though, though, Pete. You mentioned Northwestern, who went, they went to the uh, Big Ten Championship game last season. They're better this year. You, you just mentioned that. And yeah. no one respects it. No one's giving them a shot. They're at six. Their win total's at six, Pete. No one's giving them respect. Yeah, they caught a whole bunch of breaks last year, too. I mean, again, yeah. Wisconsin was down. Uh, it's, look at their schedule, and there's a whole lot of games on there. There are 50-50 games. Uh, but they're better than they're again. They're a better team on both sides of the ball. If you're assuming Hunter Johnson uh, is probably even an upgrade on, at quarterback, considering uh, what they, you know they had some great you know, great players there. Yep, yep. Uh, yeah, so there's a lot to like. Uh, again, go across the board. Again, Minnesota's very good. Iowa's very good. Uh, it's just a very very good decent division. It's just not as good as the Big Ten East, but it's still really good. All right, great point there, uh, Pete. We'll, we'll keep an eye on the Big Ten and the Big Ten West. Dabo Sweeney's comments about the SEC, uh, did you see them? Uh, he essentially said, uh, outside of Alabama and, uh, and Georgia, the SEC is, is overrated, and he took uh, offense to the fact that Alabama was tired last season because of the SEC grind in the national championship game. Are, are you buying into Dabo Sweeney's comments? Um, no, in a whole slew of ways, but yes, I will buy in that. I don't think they lost to Clemson because they retired from the grind. Uh, it's that, that doesn't work at all, mainly because in the history of great teams in college football, there was no team that was more rested and ready for that game than Alabama, considering that they didn't play a whole slew of fourth quarters. I mean, most, most of their games are done by half. Excellent point. Excellent so point. if any, if anything, that was a rested team, as rested as you could possibly be, considering they had to go through the SEC grind and then the uh, conference championship. But again, look at the back half of that schedule, though. And I'm not going to say that they, again, I'm not saying Clemson won because Alabama was worn down. And Clemson won because Clemson won. But the, it, it is a, if you're looking at schedules, Alabama had something crazy, like it was like Texas A&M, then LSU, then they got the Citadel, you know, week off, and that was even tough as an option team. And then it was Auburn, and then Georgia, and then Oklahoma. I think I got that in the right order. But you're talking about five killer teams, you know, before facing Clemson. Again, not saying Clemson couldn't have done that, uh, but it's just a tougher schedule than having to play in the ACC. And to the point, yeah, again, could Clemson have got, won the national championship with Alabama's schedule last year? Absolutely. Of course it could have. But it's a whole lot different to play those teams and to play Pitt for the ACC championship. Oh, I, so 100%, it's, it's yeah. just, the SEC is just a whole lot better. Oh, the SEC is better than the ACC. I, I agree with you there. But, and, but the ACC has been much maligned. Everyone is in on that. Like the Clemson, they, they have an easy road to the college football playoff every year because of the conference they play in. But the SEC, outside of uh, Georgia and Alabama, uh, LSU, are they that much better than, let's say, Penn State, for, for instance, in, in the Big Ten? Yes. How much? Really? Ed Ogeron, you, you buying in? Yeah. Joe Burrow, I mean, you buying into the, the LSU? Of course. I mean, think of it this way. The SEC put, in this last NFL draft, 
with 25% SEC players. The talent level in this league is so much further and so much bigger. Uh, coaching has a lot to do Florida with too, though, fantastic. Pete. I mean, Ed Odron or James yeah, Franklin, who are you taking? I like James Franklin, but yeah. the LSU team, I mean, talent-wise, LSU is just loaded. I mean, uh, look at the talent on the line. The difference between the SEC and everyone else are, the, are on the lines. And it's been this way since the history of the Internet started and since the history of uh, <laughs> recruiting services on the Internet. The SEC has just destroyed everyone when it comes to the recruiting rankings. I know recruiting rankings are generally overrated, right. but uh, the whole overall – if you get close to the pin, if you get all that talent there, there is a difference. Yes, LSU is amazing. Now, you mentioned Penn State. Yeah, the Big Ten East is the second-best division in college football. Michigan State's great this year. Ohio State's still a loaded NFL team for NFL talent. Michigan is going to be a whole lot better this year, I think. Uh, but look across the SEC landscape. Again, you know, look at the best case is South Carolina. South Carolina, on pure talent, experience, and what they've got in place, is probably the thirdish best team in the ACC. They're going to struggle to go five and seven with their schedule. Oh, <laughs> Again, Florida is great. Georgia is great. This is a. This is just a. It's there are so many more good teams and talented teams. Look at the lines on Auburn. The defensive front is one of the best in the country. The lines on Georgia might be the best in the country. And let's say even starting with Alabama, who this might be Nick Saban's best team yet. So it's it just, yeah, across the board, they just got more talent than every other conference. I wish we had more time to get more into it, but I, I want to talk about the, the schedule for South Carolina. You're right. I mean, I thought uh, Jake Bentley coming back. You know, the six wins there. Oh, oh absolutely. I mean, it's, it's, it's a murderer's row here. They play Alabama. They play at Georgia, Florida. They play uh, at Texas A&M. They have to play Clemson. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that, that that's really too tough to navigate, though. But uh, I want to get to this Pac-12. We neglect them. At least I neglect them a lot. Um, Oregon, Washington, uh, w- how do you see the Pac-12 shaking out? Prove it. You know what? It's, it's prove it time. There, you've got to assume they're going to be a whole lot better because last year you had all the co- big coaching changes, and now they're into year two. This year, I mean, look, just look at the Pac-12 South. UCLA is going to be better in year two under Chip Kelly. USC is not going to have a losing season again. Uh, Arizona, Arizona State look like they're appreciating that. Colorado looks a whole lot better uh, under Mel Tucker with that offense. Uh, so just start there, and that doesn't even include the guys from the, the north where Stanford's pretty strong. Washington's going to reload. Washington State is every bit as good as last year's team. That defense is going to be good. So the hope is that, yeah, finally this conference becomes a thing again. But give me, outside of the occasional Stanford win over uh, Notre Dame, give me the big, giant win by this conference. I mean, right. Washington, the crazy part about Washington, as great as it's been, they haven't beaten anybody under Chris Peterson. Right. Every time they get a shot, they get blasted by somebody who's really good. Uh, so this is the time. It's Oregon-Auburn. All right, this is the you know, Oregon, if you're the thing, Pac-12, if you're the thing, you got to take care of this Auburn team early on in the season. UCLA, don't get blown out by Oklahoma. You know, and for the love of God, don't lose the Hawaii. There's three games against Hawaii. Pac-12, you got to go three and zero against Hawaii. Excellent points. Uh, I wish we had more time, but before we uh, end the interview, Heisman Trophy uh, odds. Right, Trevor Lawrence is the favorite to win the Heisman Trophy. 
Do you have a sleeper, though, someone who, maybe not win it, but someone to keep an eye on where uh, people who are uh, looking to play some money will win, win a big return on a sleeper there in the Heisman Trophy win, uh, race? I'm always a fan of the field. I know it's a cop-out pick, yep. but uh, it just, you can't, like, Trevor Lawrence, as good as he is, his numbers aren't going to be there. He's okay. just not going to have, I mean, look what, uh, when you have Baker Mayfield and Kyler Murray doing what they did, they put up historic numbers in terms of passing efficiency. So you like Jalen Hurts? They put up two of the greatest. Yeah, I mean, I, just for something different, I don't think he's going to do that. But you've got to start with putting up massive numbers to get in the conversation. And Lawrence isn't going to be that, mainly because he's got Travis Etienne. He's going to run the ball for 2,000 yards and go for the big season. If you want the sleeper, figure out the, the Alabama running back situation. That passing game is going to be killer. The receiving core is the best in the country for NFL talent. Two is back. Uh, but Najee Harris might be, if he can hold right. off Brian Robinson and get the bulk of the carries, he might be it. Awesome stuff. Pete Futek, read him. College Football News. Thanks for the time, Pete. Hey, time Have a good one. Thank you. That's Pete Futek. We'll talk more about what Made he just said. Sailors is the leading cleaning service in New York City and Boston. We service homes, offices, corporate apartments, and Airbnb turnarounds. Give us a call or a text at 212-299-5170 to book now. That's 212-299-5170. Use the promo code FNTSY for 15% off your first cleaning. For more information, go to MadeSailors.com. That's MadeSailors.com. Someone is searching your name or business online. What will they find? Do you have negative search results online? Do you have false accusations, records from a legal situation, or bad press from your past? To reclaim your reputation, call 1-888-WE-DELETE or visit GuaranteedRemovals.com. That's 1-888-933-3538 or visit GuaranteedRemovals.com. If there is any negative information about you online... GuaranteedRemovals.com will permanently delete it for you. That's right, it is possible to remove negative content from the Internet. And GuaranteeRemovals.com is the only company focusing on permanently deleting negative online content. We have successfully removed over 10,000 links, including news articles, arrest records, legal documents, business complaints, blogs, pictures, videos, and more. We offer a no-money upfront guarantee. You don't pay until your online content is removed. Call 1-888-WE-DELETE to talk to our dedicated specialists who are here to assist you. That's 1-888-933-3538 or GuaranteedRemovals.com. The sun can make your outdoor deck and patio space so hot and uncomfortable you can't use it. But now there's the Sunsetter Retractable Awning. A Sunsetter Retractable Awning opens and closes in just 60 seconds and it keeps your patio about 20 degrees cooler. It provides instant shade and protection from the sun's harmful rays. You can get your Sunsetter for as little as $5.99 when you call now to get your special $200 discount certificate and free awning idea kit. You're going to love your Sunsetter Retractable Awning. Sunsetter awnings are assembled in America and guaranteed to last for years. So call 800-869-5446 now to get a free awning idea kit with DVD plus your $200 Sunsetter discount certificate. This is a limited time offer, so call 800-869-5446 now. That's 800-869-5446 for your free awning idea kit with DVD and $200 discount certificate. There's no obligation, so call 800-869-5446 now. 
Made Sailors is the leading cleaning service in New York City and Boston. We service homes, offices, corporate apartments, and Airbnb turnarounds. Give us a call or a text at 212-299-5170 to book now. That's 212-299-5170. Use the promo code FNTSY for 15% off your first cleaning. For more information, go to madesailors.com. That's madesailors.com. Back here on At The Window on the Fantasy Sports Network. I am Sean Guasamacchia. We're talking Chicago Bears football right now as we preview every NFL team before the season kicks off in September. And to talk Chicago Bears football, we welcome in John Moon Mullen. Does a great job and has been doing a great job covering the Bears for X amount of years. I'm not going to age you there, John, for NBC (laughs) Sports Chicago. Thanks for the time, John. Oh, no problem. Yeah, I go back to Mike Ditka. That's 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 dating me a little bit, yeah. Oh, that must have been a lot of fun covering uh, Mike Dick and, and, and those teams. Jim McMahon, too? No, actually, my first year on the beat was Ditka's last year, and I had this feeling like, oh, my God, what did I do? <laughs> <laughs> was that 92? Was that 92 or 91? 92. 92, yeah. Wow. 92. Yeah, well, that was the year of the blow-up with Jim Harbaugh on the sidelines up in Minnesota. I mean, it was a... Like I say, what the, what did I do here? So uh, yeah, I've been through a few uh, I've been through a few rodeos with these guys. Yeah, you know what? Maybe Mike Dicker wasn't all that wrong with uh, Jim Harbaugh. I'm a Michigan fan, and uh, you know he drives you crazy sometimes yeah. with with some of his uh, you know I guess decisions that he makes. But uh, let's talk Chicago Bears football and this season. You know, they're coming off the uh, NFC North uh, title last year uh, with a 12 and four football team, number one defense with Vic Vangio. He moves on to Denver. Chuck Pagano takes over defensively. Let's start there. Uh, how much of a difference do you, do you see, in, in, if any, with Chuck Pagano taking over the defense there in Chicago? You know, actually not much. For one thing, the personnel is largely the same, uh, other than losing Nickelback, uh, Bryce Callahan, and Adrian Amos, the safety, went to Minnesota, or excuse me, to Green Bay. Um, but I won't say they're not as key positions, but your front seven is intact. And and biggest thing of all, they clearly have already um, had a good connection. You can see it during the camp. So there's a chemistry, and again, it doesn't win you games, but if you <laughs> but if you don't have that, it can it can eventually cost you games. Um, Pagano came in with a great attitude. One of the D guys told me he said, "You know, Chuck came in feeling like he had to prove himself to us," and that's refreshing because obviously he's the coach, he's the coordinator. But Pagano came in not trying to uh, reinvent wheels or run wheels over guys and, and force them to play his system. There may be fewer, plus or minus the blitzes, but you know, so often that kind of stuff is situational anyway. Um, so I would be surprised, number one, if, if schematically there's, there's much change because he's not doing anything like that. But number two, there's such a motivation in this team, as good as they were last year, Khalil Mack leading the charge on this, they didn't feel like they did as well as they should have. They were, you know, they they would look at, at drives they should have stopped in a playoff game or whatever. And you got Khalil Mack saying, "You know what? I'll be honest with you. I want to be the best ever." Now we're talking LT or Reggie or whatever. Irrespective of how doable that is, it tells you a little bit about the mindset. It's like I want to be great. We don't want to just be good again. We want to be great. And if your best player is acting like that, it's hard for the rest of the guys on that in that huddle 
well, God, if, if, if the best guy's doing it, how, how can I do anything less? So there's an underlying chemistry that was, I can see it in camp. I've seen the times when it wasn't there. And Pagano has fit right in um, with them in a, in a lot of ways. And plus, they, they really they know what he's been through as a man. So these guys respect him quite a bit as a person as well as a head coach. Or, excuse me, as a, well, he's been a head coach, but also the fact that with he just, he's yeah. not trying to be one now. Right, right. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, that's good to hear if you're a Chicago Bears fan. Chuck Pagano, his mm-hmm. reputation speaks for itself, too. The, so uh, that should be uh, something that uh, the defense doesn't drop off that much. But offensively, running back, David Montgomery, the rookie, he's been getting a lot of, um, I guess, praise for the, especially the fantasy football owners out there and, and players and experts talking David Montgomery up a lot. Uh, talk about the backfield and, and your expectations as far as uh, who's going to carry the load there uh, for the Chicago Bears. You know, it's a hard when you mention fantasy, and, I'm, and that, that's be the touching or the starting point. I don't know if I would pick a bear um, in my fantasy because it's going to be a committee situation. Um, not necessarily situational, but Mike Davis, the guy they got from Seattle, kind of an under-the-radar individual. Right. A, a strong camp. And, uh, you know, Maggie wants to pull up with two guys, but I don't think even Kareem Hunt, I want to say he, his max snaps were about 60 or 65 percent whatever i mean it's not like it's not like the matt forte days when my daughter won her fantasy pool i said who should i get from the Bears?" i said take matt forte he's going to get the ball before out of every six times they, they touch it i don't think they're going to quite have that and how good they are we'll see i mean you know what tariq cohen is yep. and and the gadget guy how good david montgomery is it's going to be he's <laughs> he was breaking tackles at iowa state but you know you're not in kansas or kansas state anymore Toto. So is he going to be able to break NFL tackles the way he did big 12 tackles? Uh, we'll see. So it, you'll know what I know on that one. How has he looked in camp, though, David Montgomery? Has he looked uh, strong in camp as, as far as what you could tell? Yeah, and the one area that's it's kind of impressive to me is pass blocking, which is not the sexy thing. You know, how is he as a receiver? Which is excellent. How is he as a, as a, when he gets the ball in his hands? Excellent. But you're not going to play in in key in critical situations unless you can also pick up DNs or linebackers or, or, or blitzes, and he has done that really well. And I mean, he got taken to the shed by Roquan Smith, by Nick Kwiatkowski, linebackers in one-on-one drills, and I mean to the shed. And then about a week later, he, he was he was getting run over still, <laughs> but it was better, and and you could tell the attitude. It's, it's kind of all about, you know, I've watched this game a long enough time. It's about a one-two, and mm-hmm. he's got that. He's not acting like, well, he wasn't a first-round draft choice, so he certainly can't act like one of those. <laughs> but he's not acting like, you know, I, I'm coming in here and the job's mine and so forth. So I think he got his uh, his helmet handed to him a few times, and I think he's profited from that. So he didn't look good initially. I, I always kind of look at how much has a guy improved, which is, tells me about how much he wants to improve. Talking with John Moon Mullen, Bears beat writer for the NBC Sports Chicago. This is at the window on the Fantasy Sports Network. Mitchell Trubisky, right? Uh, the quarterback improved greatly from his rookie year uh, to 2018 last year. 11-3 record. I'm reading his numbers right now. 24 touchdowns, 13, uh, 12 picks. How much more can he improve? And how much uh, does that, um, I guess, how much do the Bears count on his improvement to take the next step? Well, obviously a lot. I mean, when Ryan Pace trades up, you know, trades a little, you know, small fortune to move up from number three to number two <laughs> right. in seventeen draft to get him. 
But, you know, big picture, and I, I really did a piece for NBC this week. My question is, was, it, was the NFL catching on to Matt Nagy and to Trubisky as the last year went on? Now, to me, there was going to be an incremental or a substantial growth from Dow Loggins and John Fox his rookie year. And and I found out a lot of things from the assistants back then. He wasn't real active, accurate in that middle and longer range. So while everybody, including him, was kind of chafing, let's, let's take the reins off the guy. The fact of the matter is he wasn't very accurate down the field. Last year did not improve a huge amount that way. And my point, the big picture of how good how good can he be, I don't know, because his numbers started to go down. Well, the Bears' offensive numbers declined last year, second half over first half. And, you know, while they were, they could make excuses and say, well, Trubisky and the offense, they're running that Matt Nagy system. Right. Okay. Well, the league was catching on to them as well. Three of the last five games, they didn't score over 15 points. And in the first nine games, they had five games of average 400 yards or better. But in the second half, they had none. They didn't get above 380 in yardage up for the last eight games. So I don't know whether the league knows. You know, you, you, you know, team scout guys. Look, Trubisky, hey, if he goes to his left, he's not going to throw anything right, deeper right. than 15 yards. You know, those things will get picked up. So I don't know what his upside is from a, you know, maybe a fantasy standpoint. Or explosion, you know, you you could tell with Patrick Mahomes. I don't know if you can tell yet with Trubisky. Well, he has weapons to throw to Allen Robinson, uh, uh, Taylor, Gabriel, Anthony Miller, another guy yeah. the fantasy uh, experts love a lot. Trey Burton, a uh, tight end, right? right? <laughs> they love him as well. Talk about the uh, the the weapons around Mitchell Trubisky, and if they can take the next step and, and elevate Mitchell Trubisky to that next level, then if if he can't do it, yeah, right. Yeah, I, I think it's got to be there. I mean, they give him a nice supporting cast. And I go back, having been through the Jake Cutler years, and everybody was, oh, he's an incredible talent. they got to put people around him. And then they gave him Mark Tellis, Bennett, Matt Forte, uh, Alshon Jeffrey, and Brandon Marshall. And That's he was great. still yep. an average quarterback. Yep. Come on. Yeah, come those on. are great, great you know, weapons. Yeah. It, it, yeah, it's not all it's not all weapons, son. you got to do it yourself. Right. But, no, the, the, the quality, and I think Alan Robinson, if, I, if I'm looking at a guy who's a linchpin like, Oh my goodness! This guy could put up the numbers he did, like in sixteen, um, you know, before the knee injury. A six foot three inch, two hundred and twenty pound wide receiver is a quarterback's best friend, besides a good left tackle. Mm. And those two, he and Trubisky, have clicked. Now I don't know Taylor Gabriel. Nice to get a speedy pickup. He wasn't special in Cleveland or Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And Anthony Miller had a shoulder problem last year. So, and, and Trey Burton has barely pra- – I think he practiced the first four days and then missed the next four days. So the only solid, yeah, for sure guy to me in that receiving core um, is Allen Robinson. They got Cordero Patterson, but, you know, he's kind of almost like a, a, a bigger version. Of, yeah. Yeah, he's a punter. He's a returner or he's kind of a gimmick player. Right, right. You might get – yeah, yeah, he's a he's a hybrid. He's not the linchpin of your offense, but the the guy that Trubisky is clearly connecting with is Allen Robinson, and that was evident as the year went on. That was the one constant positive. It got constantly better, I should say, and I think that's uh, that's a one to watch this year. All right, let's talk big picture. Then only have a couple of minutes left with you, John. So uh, let's get to the yeah. NFC North. It's tougher this year with with Aaron Rodgers and Mike McCarthy's gone. They uh, the people expect the, the Packers to be much better than they were last year. Vikings, Kirk Cousins, year two. They have all the talent in the world, and then they have the Detroit Lions. But uh, just looking at the Bears, the Packers, and the Vikings, and year two for Matt Patricia uh, with the Detroit Lions. 
who knows? Maybe they could improve as well. But it's a tough division there for the Bears to repeat. What are your expectations for this team this year? Uh, you know, I, I think they, they will dominate the division, and I, I say that not as, with any fan perspective at all. Right. And the reason I say that, well, what, it's the second Minnesota game to me, and I was talking to the next quarterback, he said, look, and I was talking about the, you know, it was the league catching on to Trubisky. Mike Zimmer threw everything that they could at Trubisky and the Bears in that last game trying to get to the playoffs, and he put up 24 points on them. That was an impressive game to me. So the Vikings may have that raw talent, and you, we remember a couple of years ago how, how hot they were. I'm not sure that the Bears haven't started to pull away a little bit from them. Green Bay, do you trust the relationship of Aaron Rodgers and his head? No. Team? I'm not sure. I, oh, yeah, I don't. Exactly, yeah. Oh, yeah, come on! You know, you're paying me thirty million. I'm, I'm going to be in charge here. Um, and <laughs> right. Detroit, isn't there, isn't there something always about Matt Stafford and the Lions? They just they just kind of get somewhere and they, and they trip over themselves. And then, uh, I, I, yeah, I don't know. And, and God bless Matt Patricia. And I said he's back. But Belichick assistants don't usually turn out to be great head coaches. I don't know. Yeah, I agree with you. No, I agree. I agree. Yeah. You know, there's just something about, and having seen the Lions over the year, we're watching Calvin every year. It's like, oh man, this they are just stacked. And then okay, nine and seven, yeah, eight and eight, nine and seven. You know, there's never the engine never quite turns all the way over. I'm not sure it's going to this year. So definitely, the smart money's on the Chicago Bears as as far as John Moon Mullen sees it. Nine and a half is the win total that some sports book has. Uh, some sports books out there have nine, maybe ten, depends on where you go. So sounds like, to me, you're betting the over. Double-digit wins. We only have like 10, 15 seconds there. Is that where you're going here? Over uh, nine and a half? Yeah, I think I, don't, yeah I think I, I take the over only, only a little over and go 10 just because they've got two more first-place teams instead of two fourth-place teams, which they had the last couple of years. That just makes you know, if you're playing the Saints and the Rams, and uh, it just makes the schedule tougher. Um, and and the, rest of the, the rest of the division is playing a little easier schedule, so... I think they still win 10, but it won't be a runaway like last year. Excellent stuff. Thank you, John, for the Bears preview. Appreciate the time. Okay, guys. Anytime. John Moon Mullen, read his stuff. NBC Chicago does a great job. I say it's right at nine wins. I'm going to go under the nine and a half win total on FanDuel Sportsbook for the Chicago Bears. I like the Packers in that division. More next on At The Window. Let DailyRoto.com guide you to victory as you swing for the fences playing Daily Fantasy Baseball. Become the eighth Daily Roto lineup optimizer to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament or become part of the growing community who have won thousands of dollars. If you're playing MLB DFS and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Enter promo code FNTSY for a 10% discount. The 2019 MLB Daily Roto Premium Package at DailyRoto.com. Use the promo code FNTSY and get your 10% discount today. Money Now 100 is not a lender, broker, or agent of any lender or financial advisor. We do not make loans or credit decisions. You must be 18 years or older and a U.S. resident to qualify. This is not an offer or solicitation to lend. I went to MoneyNow100.com and got the $5,000 I needed deposited in my account the next business day. If you need money for any reason, help is here. Go to MoneyNow100.com and get the money you need. Need to pay off credit card debt? Go to MoneyNow100.com. Need your card? 
car repaired? Need home improvement money? Visit MoneyNow100.com. If you need fast cash for any reason, go to MoneyNow100.com. Good, bad, or no credit at all. Go to MoneyNow100.com. You could get up to $5,000 as soon as the next business day. Go to MoneyNow100.com on your phone, tablet, or computer. Type in the address bar MoneyNow100.com. That's MoneyNow100.com. Made Sailors is the leading cleaning service in New York City and Boston. We service homes, offices, corporate apartments, and Airbnb turnarounds. Give us a call or a text at 212-299-5170 to book now. That's 212-299-5170. Use the promo code FNTSY for 15% off your first cleaning. For more information, go to MadeSailors.com. That's MadeSailors.com. Let DailyRoto.com guide you to victory as you swing for the fences playing Daily Fantasy Baseball. Become the eighth Daily Roto lineup optimizer to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament or become part of the growing community who have won thousands of dollars. If you're playing MLB DFS and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Enter promo code FNTSY for a 10% discount. The 2019 MLB Daily Roto Premium Package at DailyRoto.com. Use the promo code FNTSY and get your 10% discount today. Maurice Allen, 2015-2016 European Long Drive Tour Champion, 2017 World Number One. Me personally, I keep my game face on me all the time. Especially coming out of the bunker, leaving the range, or even leaving the course. What's your story? Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs. Back here on At The Window on the Fantasy Sports Network. Coming up next in about a couple of minutes, it's Game Time Decisions with Gabe Morenzi, Cam Stewart, and Yang Luciano. That's next. Stay tuned for that. I, I was, we were just talking about the uh, NFC North and the Bears and, and the Lions and the Vikings and, of course, the Packers. And you heard John Moon Mullen talk about the relationship between one Matt LaFleur, uh, the new head coach there in Green Bay, and Aaron Rodgers. And, of course, I, I, I Google uh, pro football talk, and uh, that's one of the stories. Aaron Rodgers' criticism of the joint practices amounts to criticism of his new head coach. And he, I guess Aaron Rodgers was, was not happy. I, this is what he said. Here's the quote. Uh, I don't think doing live special teams drills is very uh, smart. I think the NFLPA is going to look at that for sure. The kickoffs especially is one of the most dangerous plays in football, and that's why they've tweaked things uh, over the years, close to a live kickoff drill. I don't think it's best use of joint practices. And, of course, uh, Matt LaFleur had a different take. He he 100% would, uh, again, be in favor of having a joint practice. And and there he goes, Aaron Rodgers. Look, you're not going to control Aaron Rodgers. If if you're Matt LaFleur and you think that's going to be the case, well, you have a lot. Uh, you're, you're sadly mistaken. Ask Mike McCarthy. Will that derail the Packers, though? I don't think so. I think the, despite that and despite the relationship between Mike McCarthy and Aaron Rodgers that worked for so many years, I think it'll work this year as well, at, at least get into the playoffs and winning that division. I like the Packers in that division. Although the Vikings, I go back and forth. The Vikings are impressive as well. I like the Bears as a third team in that division. Just don't believe in Mitch Trubisky. Moon Mullen just, just talked about it, how the, the league caught on to that offense. Uh, during the, the, the second uh, half of last season. I'm a believer in that. I, I, I like what he's saying there. I don't believe in Mitch Trubisky. And thus, 
I think they'll finish third and under the nine and a half win total. Um, very interesting to read that though as well there on um, Pro Football Talk. But one other thing, uh, Antonio Brown. Uh, I mentioned it in the open, the frostbite, and we only have a few seconds here from uh, the therapy that he was he was doing and, and, and what have you, cryotherapy. I mean, come on. You got to know what you're doing. You got to wear the proper footwear. Come on. Just ridiculous. But he should be okay to start week one for the Oakland Raiders. That'll do it for At the Window. Game time decisions is next. I'm Sean Guasamacchia.